With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello again and welcome to another edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan and Robin Washett, later Nate Klaus, will join us here as we'll talk some Husker football recruiting, but uh, we're going to go basketball heavy. We haven't heard a lot um, regarding the Nebraska basketball team since the season ended, since college basketball ended, but um, assistant basketball coach Matt Abdelmazi was gracious enough to to want to wanna come on and, and join us and, and, and just talk about all sorts of things here. So, uh, first of all, we want to welcome in Coach right away. Coach, uh, thanks for taking some time here. I know it's got to be a really different time for all of you guys. Yeah, my pleasure. I mean, clearly right now is a unique time for um, everyone, specifically, I guess, of my profession, coaches that are all just sitting at home with not much to do and, um, you know, working the phones and just trying to stay a step ahead and, and continue to uh, improve the program. So definitely a unique time, but, you know, happy uh, to be on with you guys. Well, hey, Matt, Robin here. I guess, um, you know, like Sean mentioned, uh, you know, we haven't really got a chance to catch up with you guys uh, formally since uh, basically the, the Big Ten tournament. Um, you know, maybe just looking back on uh, these crazy past few weeks, uh, can you just kind of put into perspective the, the whirlwind uh, that that, um, you know, that, that trip to Indy and obviously leading up to that and then everything that went on on the court, you know, with tournaments getting canceled as you're out in Indianapolis, all that stuff. I mean, is, has it really settled yet about just how wild of a time that was? You know what? Um, no, it really hasn't because I think a time like this that we're all going through puts things in perspective that when you see um, deaths all across the country, people losing their jobs, each of us have somebody that has been affected by this. Um, you know, for me, a lot of people in my life have been affected by it. Being a New Yorker, mm-hmm. um, internally in my house, were affected by it, with my wife being a healthcare professional. Um, friends of mine in New York that I grew up with losing their jobs. So, Right now, the perspective of that is clearly the dominant feelings and emotions that, you know, personally I would be going through if I sit there and reflect. I mean, clearly what a whirlwind of a year that we had. Um, tomorrow will be a year that uh, we walked through the doors <laughs> at no Nebraska. Kidding. And if you told me that's how the year would go with all these events and, and would culminate with – what we experienced in Indianapolis, I would have said, you're an idiot. There's no way that, you know, something like this would even happen to us. Uh, and it did. And it was rough. Um, on the court, it was rough. You know, it wasn't easy for anybody. It wasn't easy for the players. It wasn't easy for the staff. You know, not that we need any sympathy. No one feels sorry for you when you're going through it. But, you know, even as much prepared as we were to go through it, 
it still sucks when you're in it um, because you want you're dying for your guys. You're dying for them to figure it out and and close a game out and just have that winning emotional feeling that they all deserve because they work so hard to put themselves in positions. We weren't able to break through and and clutch certain times that would put us in the position to win a game, you know, and then we go travel to Indy and it was just uh, so bizarre. Um, everything was so new at that time. You know, we didn't know at that time what we know now about um, the coronavirus. And there was so much fear. I know for me personally, you know, Fred is more of a friend than he is a boss. And there was a lot of fear for me. I mean, just because, he has a lot of underlying health issues. Um, but luckily, you know, everything got cleared up. Um, there was clearly a lot of fear in that locker room. Um, you know, luckily for me, I was able to communicate with him and, and his wife who was with him and get updates as things were going on. And it always seemed pretty optimistic that everything was going to be okay. And, and luckily it was. And then we come back home and, you know, it's pretty much lockdown mode since then. We're joined by Matt Abdelmasi here, Nebraska basketball assistant coach on the Husker online show. And coach, let's go back to that moment on the bench. I mean, the, the coronavirus story had just hit. The NBA, I believe, pulled the plug on their season right as you guys were playing uh, that game. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the cameras see Coach Hoiberg um, sweating and, and not feeling well. And he becomes the story of the coronavirus on Twitter. Everybody in the country is talking right. about what Coach Hoiberg and – is he infected? Does he have the virus? Did you were you guys made aware of any of that as that was all going down? And and how did that go about for Fred to make the decision to say, you know what, I, I got to go to the locker room. I can't be out here any longer. Well, we knew uh, during the game. I don't know, remember who exactly told us. It might have been at halftime of our game that the NBA shut everything down. You know, I think that's when things set in that this is real. I mean, this isn't something to take lightly whatsoever. Um, you know, it's just having that um, – I don't know if arrogance is the right word, but I'll use arrogance that, you know what, this, is, this isn't going to happen to me. It's like someone not wearing their seatbelt. Well, I, I, I can get away with it. I'm not going to get in a car accident. It's not going to happen to me. I'll be safe and fine. And I think that's probably what the mindset of that early um, events with the coronavirus, you know, specifically with Fred, you know, he – I'll let him speak on it specifically the events that led up to him coaching. But I mean, clearly I know and can say in confidence, he would never put anybody in harm's way, let alone himself in harm's way with everything he has to battle daily with his own health issues. Um, you know, I think there was part not feeling well, but I think the dominant reason why he looked that way is man, it's just like, Groundhog Day every day, the culmination of the season, you know, just the wear and tear. And it's like you're not feeling good and have that on top of it. And I think everyone saw an up-close and personal view of, of what that looks like with his head being down and clearly not looking well. Um, you know, when he was removed from the court, you know, it is what it is. You can go back and forth on, on how um, that got to be. But, you know, luckily the bottom line is, it doesn't matter what events took place. He he was safe and, and uh, out of harm's way, and that's all that matters. 
All right, so you guys go through all that. Um, you finally get back home. Like you said, it's kind of been on shutdown mode since then. Um, what is the current situation going on? How many guys are still on campus? And what, as a staff, are you guys able to do with the, the players? And how are you keeping you know, tabs on everybody? Just um, kind of wh- where do things sit right now, given the circumstances? Um, well, for us, all our players are not in Lincoln, minus Matt Tay-Cavish. He's actually going to um, fly home tomorrow. So he will leave Lincoln tomorrow because uh, he was originally clearly going to stay here and, you know, as things transpired, going to go back home. So um, he'll be the last player. Everybody else is gone. Um, there isn't a player here. In terms of communication, we're just trying our best. You know, with school starting back up, academics is the focus right now. So just da- daily checkups, you know, group message with the players, following up on things that are due. Uh, me and Fred did a um, FaceTime call with the entire team on Monday just to reiterate the importance of the start of school and reiterate the importance of trying to find a way to treat their body um, the right way just because, you know, they're sitting at home. A lot of them don't have access to gyms, of course. Um, you know, and clearly shouldn't be in a gym. Um, and then when it comes to just overall, you know, business as usual, I would say that when it comes to the recruiting world, it, it's somewhat business as usual. Um, you know, it, nothing's changed for me other than I don't live on airplanes, which my wife is ecstatic about that I'm home. You know, we're not one of those couples that are struggling with seeing each other every day. So, I'm certainly fortunate and blessed for that, that we're not uh, getting on each other's nerves and, you know, just, just, just on the, just on the phone a lot. And, you know, clearly have had success and um, up to this point, you know, continuing to improve the program. I feel confident that we'll continue um, with that in a short time and on adding guys that we feel are going to take this place to another level. And, um, you know, that's where, Luckily for me, this time of the year is, is somewhat where I feel like I've always thrived and being established in this type of environment where there's so many uh, pieces moving, it's a revolving door. You know, that's, that's something I've always prided myself on and trying to be a step ahead. And, you know, fortunately, this hasn't affected me um, to the point where it, it stopped me from being successful and doing my job. Matt Abdelmazi joining us here on the Husker Online Show. We're going to hear more from Coach. i got to take a quick break, but you're listening here to the Husker Online Show.